0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about credibility. But before we jump into all of that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So this week has been a busy week. Uh, Last week even was a busy week, as I'm sure most of you had the same experience. We had Halloween and fireworks night, so pretty hectic. Um, Loads of stuff going on, which is always nice uh managed to get out for a few runs which was always good we managed to um go out even though it was still raining most evenings uh, we managed to get out in the uh rain uh, in the sun once as well which was which made a nice change i ran in a different direction and made it over to a different uh, place than i normally run to which is pretty good always nice to try uh new routes um so that was pretty good snow managed to get up um to about seven and a half miles with me this week Um, So she enjoyed that and um, so we're going to be dialing down our running this week now because we've got, well by the time you listen to this on Thursday, I will only be a couple of days away from um, the Cardiff Trail Half Marathon. Um, So I'm looking forward to doing that, getting excited for that. So that's not too far away now so I'll be dialing down my running just for a few days um, until we get to that. And then we'll be back onto the training as soon as we can. Um, This weekend as well I managed to, I must put a picture up on the Facebook page. Um, I put a few new fish into my tropical fish tank which was good Um, so that's all going well so all the plants are growing now they're establishing it's kind of an aquascaped aquarium so uh, that's looking really good as well. So hopefully you've all had a good week and you've been up to uh, lots of good stuff Uh, but today I wanted to get into the main topic which was about credibility And I think, you know, I came up with this topic as a result of some of the conversations I had on the last podcast and some of the kind of um, things that had happened over the last few weeks for me. Um, So first of all, I think it's really important that whatever business you're in, whether it's a property business or otherwise, that you really build credibility. And I think anybody is going to really struggle to sell anything, whether it's a product or a service, before they've built credibility. And, um, it takes a while to build credibility. You don't start off with credibility. It takes uh, a while to build that credibility. Um, but interestingly enough, credibility can be lost in an instant and then it takes you a long time to build that credibility back up again. That's why um that phrase, uh, the famous phrase was there, uh, under promise and over deliver. I think that's a really key thing in um, building credibility. I think if you uh, over promise and under deliver, um, that's a really bad thing. And you're going to really struggle um, getting repeat business and, and actually getting any business that way. Because if you're not make, meeting any of your promises, uh, you're not doing what you've said you'll do. I think you're going to really struggle growing your business. And like I say, that's that's whatever business you have, whether that's a property, business or otherwise. And that's true not even um, just for business. That's true in your personal relationships as well. Um, uh, it's, it's really important to maintain that credibility. And once you've got that credibility, it's really difficult to keep it. Uh, it's more difficult to keep your credibility than it is to lose it. Um, you know, so if we talk about the example that I talked about last week, which was the, um, person who was supposed to be showing me around a property, um, didn't turn up for the second time. Well, he, he turned up the first time, but he didn't have the keys. And then the second time he didn't turn up at all. Um, you know, that guy's really lost, lost all his credibility and he's not gonna be, as a result, he won't get any business from me now in the future. But, um, uh, I think it, it's so easily lost. So, I, I it's easy for, you know, a lot of people said to me after I told that last week or after I spoke about that, they bet, oh, I bet you were really angry. You were really livid about that. And I, I, I was at first when it was happening, you know, when I was there waiting, but on the drive home, that kind of, I kind of didn't really think about that then that much. And it, it just is what it is. And I think, you know, it's easy to assume the worst in people. You know, you've got to assume noble intent. You know, there could have been a whole host of reasons, whatever it was. You know, something else came up. He had a family emergency. um, The boiler went in his house. Whatever it might have been, there might have been a whole host of other reasons. Um, But by not doing a few simple things, he lost that credibility. So he could have easily saved that credibility by giving me a phone call um, later on or the next day to apologise and you know put some put something else in place. Um, But he chose not to do that, so it, it really lost that credibility. So. Whatever you're doing, whatever your business is, you've you've got a number of opportunities to build credibility with your customer. Even when something goes wrong, you can still build your credibility by putting it right. And if you make sure you put it right, then actually you're going to gain more credibility. And actually, if you can show that you can put something right once it's gone wrong, you're actually more likely to keep that customer and do business with that customer again in the future because you've got a proven track record of even if things go wrong, you can fix it afterwards. And I think that's a really important thing. So if something goes wrong, I think the the, the temptation is to just say, oh, it's gone wrong. Let's forget it and move on to something else. But actually, you've, you've got an opportunity to prove to that customer so that you can put it right and that that, that, that that they were right to do business with you in the first place because if if you just leave it and you forget it you know it's not just that one customer they're going to go and talk talk to their friends their family their business partners their colleagues whoever and potentially you're going to lose a whole load of deals and again that doesn't matter whether it's a property deal or um uh, other business deals you you're going to lose out in the long run so it's really important that if something goes wrong that you take that time to fix it and put it right Take accountability of that. You know, we talk about accountability, responsibility, ownership, uh, Quite a lot here on the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. But I think it's one of those core characteristics that makes up a really good entrepreneur. If you can take that ownership and take that responsibility for your for your full business, even if it's not your fault, you know, your personal fault that something's gone wrong. You know, it might, like I say, it might be something that's completely outside of your control. You know, he might have broken down on the way up. But uh, in my example. Um, He could have had a family emergency. You know, those things are outside of somebody's control. You can't control those things, right? But what you can control is your response to those events. And if if he'd have taken the time to put a call in or, or, or an email or whatever, then he could have still had my custom at some point in the future. Yeah, we might not have done this deal, but I'd have still you know not been adverse to using him again in the future whereas now I'm just not even interested it doesn't matter he could come to me with the best deal in the world in the future and it's just not going to happen he could have the best property ever at the cheapest price ever massively below market value but because I've had now two bad experiences and he's not put that right he's lost that credibility which is going to enable me to work with him in the future and I think that's a that's a really key thing in your business look at the places do, do you put things w- right when they go wrong do you take that time and effort to make sure that the customer is happy and, and that you've resolved their problem and i think like i say it's so easy to overlook that and just move on to the next customer to the next deal to the next whatever um without putting it right and i think if we take that time to to put it right then our business is grown to grow even faster you're going to gain a really good uh you're going to gain a really good reputation and I think that that's a really key thing. Actually, it's difficult to grow that reputation when everything's going right. You can, you can get so far, but that reputation is going to really grow when something does go wrong and you, and you put that right. I think that's going to really take you to the next level and that's going to take any business to the next level. You know, if you think about that in your personal lives, you know, if you go to a restaurant, um, and, and something goes wrong, you know, maybe something takes a bit longer than it does to come out. Uh, you know, maybe one meal takes longer to come out than the rest of the meals. Maybe they bring you the wrong order. Um, whatever. Maybe some something else has gone wrong. Um, but if they really struggle to put it right or keep making mistakes, you're, you're not going to go back to that restaurant. However, if they if they fix that mistake and they put it right then you're going to go back and you're going to say, actually, that was really good service. You know, um, you know, they might give you a discount at the end of the meal. Uh, They might bring you um, a fresh meal if there was something wrong with the way it was presented or something was cold by accident or something. Um, You know, maybe they'll bring you a new meal. And actually, you don't mind when they put it right, um, because that's part of the experience. You know, not everybody cannot be. You know, nobody in the world can be perfect. 100% of the time, there's going to be mistakes. There's going to be hiccups. Things are going to go wrong. Nobody in the world can prevent that. You know, with the best will in the world, doesn't matter how good you are, there's going to be mistakes. But like I say, it's about taking ownership of that mistake and putting it right. And, and, and that response is what you can control. Um, so control what you can control. Fix those things that you can fix and make sure that you put it right in your customer eyes. If you're not sure what the customer's expecting, then ask the customer what they're expecting. You know, Um I do find it frustrating sometimes that people kind of look at you a bit strange when something's gone wrong in a business. You know, say, use the restaurant example. You go out and you say, uh, you know, I ordered a chicken burger and a, a beef burger rocked up, uh, whatever it might be. Or or you ordered something without salad and the salad arrived um, and they just look at you. And when you say that something's wrong, they just look at you and, and you think are you going to put it right or no uh half the time they do half the time they don't but the ones that do are the places i'm going to go back to i'm not going to go back to somewhere again that really struggles and uh, and or doesn't put that effort in to fix it and part of that is around the um and again we've talked about this before on the podcast is the difference between that that worker mentality and that uh, ownership mentality you know a business worker or business owner you know the people who own the business kind of more bought into it and, and should be looking to put things right. And the um, the workers, not so much, they're just on the clock, clocking in and out of your business, c- coming in when they need to come in, doing the job, going home again and not really caring in between. Those people that do, um, those if you find those people that do care, those are the people to keep on, to, uh, keep on um, employing. Those are the guys that you really want to work with and encourage uh, because those people who have that ownership mentality um are going to go further and take and again help you take your business to the next level and i think it's important that we recognize that and and thank our staff when they do those things and put things right because um they they kind of if they have that ownership mentality as well um because that's who you want to employ really is those folks with an ownership mentality is that they'll do anything to put the situation right work with the customer because it affects your credibility, your customer's credibility, and those are the kind of folks that you want working for you. And that's how you want to behave. If you do that, then your staff are going to follow that as well. And I think that's really, really key. If, if they see you doing that and taking that ownership and putting things right, they're going to do that as well. So, um, I think that, that is, that is really key. So I think that's all I wanted to talk about today is in terms of that credibility. Like I say, it's a really key fact. Um, and it's going to really take your business to that next level. If you can work with your customer, um, to build that credibility and, oh, uh, that that reminds me, the other thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of credibility, you know, I've been to a couple of, um, property networking meetings, um, and you've always got those folks going around, um, asking for money for their next deal. And you think, well, I've not really met you or I've only just met you, um, so, and you're asking me for money straight away. So, you're starting from a baseline of no credibility because I don't know you. Um, or whoever doesn't know, whoever you're approaching doesn't know you. If you're that person, that person that you're approaching does not know you. So, you are starting from a level of zero credibility, not because you've lost it in any way, shape, or form, just because you're an unknown, you're an, un, you're an unknown quantity. I know why I struggle to say that you're an unknown quantity to them. They don't know you. So you've not had chance to build a rapport. They've not had chance to get to know you and know what you can offer them. You know, and again, you could have the best deal in the world, but it doesn't really matter because I don't know you enough well enough to invest with you. Um, So you really need to take the time and energy out of your day to get to know those people that you're trying to um, get to invest in your, in your deals. if, If you're a property investor, um, Because, you know, and I'm sure you've been frustrated by this, by those people that come straight up to you and ask you for money to invest in their project. You know, those guys that have taken the time over a couple of sessions to get to know you are going to be much more likely um, that you're going to get their business in the future or they're going to get your business in fact. Um, So I think it's really key that if you're going to networking events, looking to um, sell your products or services Instead of going in with the hard sell, you know, that is one way and it does get results um, sometimes. And, you know, you can't argue with those results, but there's an easier way to go about getting those results. And and you can just find the whole process a lot easier if you take that time to build the credibility first. And how do you go about building that cred- credibility? So, you sit down with, instead of going up to somebody and just saying, look, here's a deal that I've got. Um, I'm looking for an investor. Even, even if somebody's just pulled out last minute, you know, take the time to get to know them. You know, oh, I'm looking for investors because I've got some deals on the table. Um, what? And, and But then ask them what they want from investments because, you know, not all investors are going to be right for your deal. There's going to be a small portion of investors that your deal is um, um, appealing towards. Um, So you really want to narrow it down first of all, because you don't want to waste their time, because if you kind of go through a whole spiel about your deal, and then at the end of it, you find that, well, actually, they don't invest in that area geographically, or they don't invest in that property strategy, you know, you've wasted your own time, but worst of all, you've wasted their time, because so they're going to come away feeling slightly stung by it. And they're probably not going to work with you in the future because you've kind of just wasted that time. But if you take time and energy up front to learn about them and what their requirements are, you know, talk about what they want from the relationship... They might tell you that actually this, this is where they invest. This is the types of strategies you want. And even if that deal that you've got there on the plate right there, um, is not that type, you've got, you've got that information banked for the future. So if something that is interesting to them comes along or meets their requirements, you can then go back to them in the future and you've built that credibility because you've built it a number of ways because you've not just built it from not trying to sell them something that's not the right fit for them, but by coming back to them later with something that does suit them, you've shown that you've actually got that capacity and that capability to listen to a requirement and deliver what the customer needs. So, um, so you've built that credibility in a number of ways. So, it, it's really important to add value to that customer. Now, if you're in a different type of uh, industry, and maybe you're not a property, uh, not a property entrepreneur, maybe you're another type of entrepreneur, um, maybe. You need to uh, provide content to your customers. And one way of doing that is providing free, you know, free information, free content on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever it is. Um, you can provide that content and then you can sell your services through that content because you build that credibility and that rapport through that free information that you're offering. You're offering some really good information, some really good Actionable stuff that people can use, and then to take it to the next level, maybe they need to invest in your coaching or your products and your services. If you're kind of um, in the health and wellness industry, maybe you start off with um, fixing whatever problem is um, is uh, the the core problem, and then you can sell other products and services which are going to um, take them to the next level in that in terms of the health and fitness. There's a whole host of things that you can do, even in health and wellness industry. You, you know, you can provide that free information. Um, still put that out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever it may be. Um, you know, it might be a, a number of recipes that you're putting out each week. If you're in a, a dietitian type person, you know, you might have that skill set and you, and you put out three recipes, one recipe a week, maybe. Um, and then at the end of the year, um, you can sell a cookbook or something as a result of that. Um, that there's a whole host of ways that you can add value to people's life and build that credibility. Because if people are expecting a recipe from you, from you each week of the year, they go on, they log on, they do a couple of them. They're going to say, actually, these are really good recipes, or hopefully they're really good recipes. Um, you know, if you then sell a book towards the end of the year, they actually know that the book's going to be a quality product, that those recipes are going to be really good because they've already tried a couple that you've posted on your Facebook or whatever. That that's a really good way of building that credibility you know if you're a, a kind of a, a fitness instructor maybe you can put a talk about a different fitness exercise different routines um, etc on your um, website or your blog or whatever um give that information out and then maybe um, you sell your classes or your boot camps through uh, after that and um, They've gone and they've tried a few of your exercises, read a few of your blog posts. They know that that information is worthwhile to them and they've benefited from them uh, from that. Uh, and then they invest in your, uh, your fitness class or your bootcamp, whatever it may be afterwards, because they know that it's going to be a quality product because they've already, you've already built that credibility by giving them that free information that they've already found useful. So I think, like I say, take that back to strip that back. give to summarize that um, is, is, Build that credibility up front where you can. Um, when something goes wrong, make sure you take the time and effort to put it right so that you keep your credibility. It's so easy to lose credibility in today's modern era, you know, one slightly dodgy response on Facebook or um, an email or not answering something, it's really easy to lose that credibility. Um, but if you keep taking that time to put things right, um, hopefully things won't go wrong in the first place, but when they inevitably inevitably do, put take that time to put it right. Um, make sure you're delivering the value that your customers expect. And when you are providing um, information, make sure it is valuable content. Uh, uh, relevant to your audience um, and hopefully that that will help you build your credibility and help you keep customers coming back time and time again so hopefully that's helped today Um, that is everything i wanted to talk about so as per usual if you don't mind head over to if you've not done already head over to itunes and leave a review I really appreciate that. If you've got any questions about what we've talked about here today or have any of your own feedback or or your own experiences that you want to share about credibility, head over to the Facebook page and drop a a message about that because I think um, if we learn from each other, uh, the best thing is learning from other people's mistakes rather than making them yourself. So um, that's always useful. So thank you very much for listening and I shall see you next week.